0: The Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Afterbuzz TV's Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite
1: TV show
0: it's afterbuzz tvs get out alive
1: with bear grills after show <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome back, joining us again this week for another Get Out Alive After you Buzz TV After Show. Being is for doing, and we're here doing what I just said we're doing. And I am your host, Stephen Lemieux. This is episode seven of the first six. season. Six. This is episode six. I went of, like
2: this. Hey, not I can't six. count. Five and one is six. Look, <laughs> I,
1: I would not get out alive. It's okay, Stephen. You look, show. but you know what? You look like you. You would. are yeah. arm candy. You're very, oh. very dapper tonight. Need,
3: just keep that pretty little mouth shut. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll
1: just zip it up.
3: You so guys should, like, totally date or something. I mean,
1: maybe. We might maybe. go out after that. So, uh, we're con- so, I'm your host, Stephen Lemieux, <laughs> and I'm red as a beet right now, and joining us is uh, my co-host here, James Wallington. Hello, James Wallington. Hi. And Hello, across the table, <laughs> across the table, hashtag come on, Candon.
2: Hey, come what on, does Canden. that even mean, please? I would break that branch way better than Jeff did. Whenever.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> What does that even mean? Hashtag break that branch, whatever Jeff did. What
2: does that even mean? I don't know what that joke meant, but we're going to find out later.
1: To Candon's right, we have Ashley Michelle. I love how you whispered that.
2: Ashley Michelle, what's up? Ashley Michelle. You guys can totally follow me at Cannon Bliss and her at the AM broadcast. Thank you.
1: And you can You're follow welcome. me at James Wallington. Thank you. And me at Stephen Steven. Lemieux. Hashtag come on, Cannon.
2: What in the world? <laughs>
1: we're going to trend it, okay? Fine. It's trending. On, it's totally
2: trending on Twitter. In honor
1: of Kyle and Royce no longer being with us, we're going to trend it. As their final yes. words. Fin-
3: their last words. They were thinking of you in the end. They were. Exactly. That's, yay.
1: Woo! Woo! You know, yes. it's, it was honestly probably because of that comment that Bear sent them home.
3: It was.
2: Because I so much.
1: Because as you say, Bear was always on, on you and Mama Donna's team. So, jumping right into this episode, we're going to let Mr. Wallington here break down who did what and who's the done it. Who's
2: the done it? (laughs) Who stuck the knife where?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the knife draw for this episode, the food went to Chris and Jeff and Kyle and Royce, and then for obstacle it was Lucky and Louie, shelter was Ryan and Madeline, and fire was... Jeff, uh, Jim, and Jim and Austin. So yes.
2: this time we have three teams on their own. Mm-hmm. My mom and I were the first to have a, a task on on our own. And then last week, Robin and Wilson had Shelter on their own. This week we have three teams carrying one task on their own. I think immediately the fact that you have one task and that's it, and there's no other team to kind of be your buffer, it means immediately you have a target on your back.
1: Well, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely like a, it's a hindrance because especially now where the season started out where it was, OK, you have two people or even more for every task. You shouldn't need help from anyone else. And it's actually looked down on to get help from other teams. But now when you have one person, you have two people technically on one task, they don't really tell you, hey, it's only the two of you. You can actually ask for help now. Which would be kind of useful because now we have things like Jim and Austin going for the freaking fire and they don't ask for help because they think they'll go home if they ask for help. Again, but, this
0: is what I think is. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. The only flaw of this show is that every week it is a different terrain, a different obstacle, and you shouldn't be judged on the whole show. It should be just that leg alone, whether you're alone or not. And I just that's just what's frustrating to me is it always boils down to like, oh, well, you, you know, the last few weeks yeah. it always fall down on the shelter team, but it's a different terrain we every can't time. Compare
2: it, of no. Course. No. Well, and it's very um, in in some way one sided because let's say we ask for help because we're trying to save time. Okay, which is what should have happened this episode. Jim and Austin should have asked for help to start the fire much earlier. The fact that, you know, my mom and I asked for help and Robin and Wilson asked for help on the fire, that's that was looked down upon. Um, and unfortunately, you know, the fact that now they're not asking for help. Everybody's cold. Everybody's wet. Nobody's happy. And they think they're going to go home if they ask for help. We're having... <laughs> this is like... Dumb and Dumber over here. I love it.
1: <laughs> there you go. Turn that up.
2: You guys don't match this week. Okay. It would be way better if you did. All right.
1: Communication breakdown over here. Me uh, trying to communicate we would something not with get James. It's okay. No, would I not. tried
2: to let it go, but it was too funny. I
0: couldn't. I just couldn't. Like. Go. We good now, Stephen? Are we we're good. G- we're good okay. now. We're I right just two. counted two in. I didn't realize that one was two. My bad. Okay. We're good.
1: And if you're not paying attention, we're, or if you're not watching us, uh, we were trying to adjust the sound from the headphones so I could actually hear what everyone's saying.
2: And I- I was too entertained so I lost track of my thoughts no okay. I couldn't saying. even keep going
1: <laughs> but back to the show you were Asking saying for help yes
2: is generally looked down upon mm-hmm. it seems like but in this situation it sh- they should have asked for help earlier and that's part of why people were frustrated So I feel like every episode it's a little bit like unfair because one one opinion one week of what something was wrong or bad doesn't necessarily translate to the next week. And it's unfair. The Uh, fact that shelter was so bad last week and they went home for their shelters, the shelters were crap this week. Nobody went home for the shelters. Like, nothing is consistent and uniform in why people are going home. And it's very frustrating.
3: Yeah, exactly. They put a different weight on different topics every single week. And it's hard as a
2: contestant to know what's important the next week because you're trying to go off what happened and what you've learned, but it doesn't necessarily work.
1: And, you know, we we definitely do see that. And uh, we're breaking this down basically in the obstacle, food, shelter, and uh, fire team, whatever. And just if you didn't know, and Austin and Jim, of course, they didn't want to ask for help for the fire and everything. And then they say it. They say, if I pull out that emergency flint, we're going home. Now, my question to you guys is, judging by what Bear has said and the certain things he's done, he's always for trying. And he's always for people who give their hardest, and that's why I'm surprised Lucky and Louie didn't go home this week, is because Lucky kind of gave out last week when he was trying to cross the rope, and he really kind of like, did a pretty terrible job with Obstacle this week, because everyone was like, freaking out, I mean, they didn't really have a real way of doing things that was easily explainable, and they started getting annoyed with people. But... Okay, so do you think the question that I was alluding to? Do you think that Jim and Austin would have gone home this week if they did not win the survival challenge? I think they should have,
3: though, because it's little comments like that in the past that have gotten Bear upset, that have gotten you know other people kicked off the show. Like he would have said, "You were you were not looking out for your team. You know, you weren't even looking out for what was best for everybody to survive, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't get out alive because they couldn't build a fire." Everybody was offering to help. Do you think? I mean, in the past, that could have been a reason. I think instead of the fact that they couldn't build a fire, the fact
2: that they were thinking selfishly is what I think would have maybe sent them home. I don't know that they would have been sent home, but the fact that in that moment they were thinking selfishly, not about everybody else. Right. That way when it came to Bear's camp, when Bear says you couldn't start a fire or whatever, and they're like, yeah, well, we didn't want to. And he's like, why didn't you ask for help? Well, we didn't want to go home. It's like, well, that's not the point. Exactly. The point is you're at this point where you're having to take care of, you know, however many other people are left Yes, it's a competition, but you can't think selfishly at that point or it will
1: bite you in the butt. And that then comes into the effect with Lucky and Louie last week. Lucky crossed it by not trying because he wanted the team to go forward faster. That's true. So it was actually a non selfish motivation. That's true. Which I'm not sure then if Jim and Austin would have gone home this week. It would have been, I think it would have been better if they didn't win the survival challenge because we would have been a little bit more second guessing who was going to go home. But at that point, we were like, okay, well, it's either going to be Lucky and Louie or Royce and Kyle cuz Royce and Kyle have a terrible attitude and as we found out 3 weeks ago you can go home for a terrible attitude and even then with Austin and Jim Austin's been giving a little bit of a sassy attitude there and if there's anything i hate more and i told you guys this is when there's a there's a time for manners and there's a time for not manners when you're belaying down a cliff it's not a time to say hey can you please do this <laughs> i agree can i do this please hey thank you for <laughs> thank you for actually tightening my rope and not letting me fall to my death no there's a time for manners and there's a time to not use manners and saying say please it's this it's, true. it's ingrained in our minds since school to hate that when the teachers would say can I go to the bathroom may you go to the bathroom it's it's engra- it's engraved in us to absolutely hate that response yeah so just doing that would put everyone on edge I believe
2: well everybody everybody wants to be liked Nobody wants to be disliked, especially yeah. in a group of people who are surviving in the wilderness together. You don't want to be the one that nobody likes. Believe me. <laughs> it's not fun. Hashtag so, come on, Cannon. Hashtag come on, Cannon. <laughs> so you don't want to be that person because it's a lot of extra pressure and it, it makes your attitude, you don't know what to do. So you just lash out because you don't know what else to do, honestly. So I get the, um, where it was coming from, the like, please don't piss anybody off. But yes, it was a little bit overkill to try to say please, and I do think I love. I think Austin's amazing. It makes me laugh a little bit. His attitude is coming out slowly but surely. Little comments. You're like, oh,
3: okay, he's got some attitude. Do you wonder too if that sass comes from his like? Overconfidence because he keeps they keep, they're, they dominate. You know what? That I actually maybe
1: I actually like this in the way that it's more of a coming of age for Austin. The show in general, mm-hmm. because I mean, you get this nerdy kid. He's like. You don't even know what his personal life. By the is. way,
2: he's older than me. I was the baby on the show. Just saying. Whoa. And even then, just gonna throw I'm that shocked. wrench in
1: there. Even then, he. When you look at him, you're like, okay, this guy's never had a girlfriend. That kind of thing. I mean, he, oh gosh. No, <laughs> well, I, I don't mean, mean, mean that. Actually, he has. I know. About oh that. well, yeah, but I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you have insider information. Insider information. <laughs> okay, from the outside looking in. I'm not saying Sorry, this in a negative this. light.
1: I'm saying like, if I was gonna cast him in a role, that's the kind of role he would play. That's true. And that's what he gives off when he first started the show. He seemed. He was like that very kind of kept to himself nerdy kid. And it's actually refreshing to see this sh- a show like this mm-hmm. giving someone that kind of confidence. And that's why I don't think
0: if they didn't win the survival test, I doubt they would have gone home. Because as a viewer, you want to see Jim and Austin do well, just mm-hmm. because, again, the first episode, he even said, you know, I'm that nerdy kid that sits behind their computer, but I'm obsessed with Bear Grylls. Like, I think that's another reason why he overcompensates when it comes to mm-hmm. these, do- these different tasks, is because he wants to make Bear proud. Like, that's his idol. If you're at an opportunity to be in front of your idol and present yourself, you want to be able to do the best and pull through.
1: Well, I'm already sitting next to you, James. Oh, stop. <laughs>
2: Stop it. It was stop it.
1: God you guys
2: are, You guys
1: are too much. <laughs> okay, so we talked a lot about fire, and we talked about the things that Bear thinks about, but of course they won the survival challenge, which we'll get into later. Let's move on. We didn't and talk about ob- obstacle. I mean, obstacle
0: enough, because what I thought was so wonderful is Louie being able to go down that that side of that cliff, repel down it, by herself, last person to go, when this whole time on this entire show we've heard nothing but how afraid of she has of heights, and I have to commend her for being able to go last without having to lean or depend on anybody. She sucked it up and did it.
3: I loved how she was like. I like to pretend I'm somebody else. My first <laughs> thought was like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like going down the mountain and you're like, okay, like I like for example when I'm on the treadmill, I pretend I'm Britney Spears. So like when I run, I'm like, yeah, abs, woo, you know, like you pretend you're somebody else. And I think it's super cool that she took like took that on in order to like. She, I mean, honestly, for her to, for us to have built up this, like, oh, no, heights, heights. Because even in the last episode, mm-hmm. when she was on the rope, she, they, they kind Love of them. highlighted that a little bit. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. And so when she was up there today, I was really proud of her, and I'm, you know... I, they're not my favorite team, but I was really proud of her. Well,
2: she's another one that has something to prove, I think. There's mm-hmm. something, there's some, I don't know what it is, but there's something there. Like Austin has something to prove. I think Louie's another one that has some sort of, like, not a chip on her shoulder, but something where she's fighting something bigger than herself in I order to that. to be there. Absolutely. Do you know what that means? So... Do I know what that means? I don't know. (laughs) I have this idea of what it means in my head, but hopefully it translates.
0: Well, her mom's (laughs) the one that has MS, right? mm -hmm. Which I think also could be a huge part of why she has something to prove.
2: And they were very affected by this, you know, survival test and the thought
3: of maybe getting
2: to get a message from home. Yeah.
0: I thought
3: it was really funny that Jeff was like... I just, I didn't really trust her. I didn't really want to go with her. And Chris was, like, all about it. He's like, yeah! And it was just, like, the funniest thing ever because, you know, they're both super sweet. It wasn't, like, a bad thing. It's just she, she had been talking about forever that she, you know, was terrified of
1: it. I just didn't think they did a very good job on the belaying. I mean, it's, to belay is something that, it if, if you haven't done it, of course it's going to be very confusing to you. And you're going to be like, what the hell do I do? There's this rope. There's all these knots. There's this. But... They really should have gotten together. Hey, who has experience with belaying? Try to tell us a little bit about this, so we're not just sending you over the edge of the mountain, holding onto a rope and tiring ourselves out. Because the way they were doing it, they were literally holding a rope and slowly letting it go while people slightly walked down the the, the face of the of the cliff. That is. Not Not a good way to do it. I thought
0: with Belang, you take the first few steps and then you do what Bear did where he like Mm kind of jumps back and catches himself, keeps going, keeps going, right?
2: I think the problem is no one trusted the team up top. Sure. Enough to just literally bounce off that mountain and hope that Dear God, something catches me. You I know don't know I mean? if I would
0: have trusted anybody to be quite I mean, honest. That's true. I, whether it was Lucky or Louie or someone else, even if it was Jeff and Chris, Mm-mm. the strongest guys there, right. I personally would not. I, I just I think, would have been uncomfortable.
1: I think they should have used. They should have asked for help to have two more people mm-hmm. just for the extended support. Hey, in case I slip or anything, you got this. And that's what that's what a real team would have done. They would have okay, you got this. And I I would have trusted probably Royce and Kyle with yeah. that definitely. And I would have honestly done it one person at a time mm-hmm. yeah. like there's no point in doing it two, per- two people when you can do it faster with one person you know that they're going to get down you know that they can just kind of drop and they'll be good
2: um, except Bear did say go two at a time he did say yeah. that
1: but
0: I agree I think it's, I think if Kyle and Royce maybe because they've seen like on the, every episode they've always been like the cheerleaders are trying to amp people I, up yeah. in those as- adverse situations where everyone seems miserable or uncomfortable so maybe and they're pretty buff guys yeah
1: but with Jeff falling out like jumping off the cliff and lucky not even having a good enough bearing on herself that she almost slips. Louie. Louie, yeah, sorry, Louie. <laughs> I keep thinking Lucky You think it. Yeah. An <laughs> anyway, but like when you're going to be holding a rope with so much weight on it. Like that's 100 that's 150 plus pounds of weight. You don't let them go off the cliff when you don't have a good stable foundation mm-hmm. to know that Hey, if there's going to be 150 pounds blowing me, I better not fall. And the fact that she went mad that he fell backwards, look, you're going to have that weight on you. You need to be ready for that. And it's on you. It's not on him. He's attached to a rope. Your life's in his life's in your hands. Yeah,
2: that's true. Now, I I didn't see an anchor, and that's what freaked me out a little bit. I didn't see that Lucky or Louie was actually anchored into that rock because, good gracious, somebody's going to fall over, and they're just going to take you down with them. Yeah. That's not cool. This is, nobody's going to be comfortable in that situation. The you know the belayer or the person that's holding you. That's scary. Mm-hmm.
1: The only reason I know that they were anchored is because of the rope challenge where they had the backup rope that they were attached to. I don't think they would have let contestants go over that without with just being held on by hands. That's true. But I still think there was the there was. The chance for danger that's where they were hanging the helmets is that they could have flung over and flung into the side of the mountain, and that could have definitely hurt them a lot, but let's move on to food because that was pretty exciting. We saw some Spaniard root again,
2: oh great, <laughs>
1: delicious it's yum. It'll just wipe the taste buds right out of your mouth. Ugh, it'll just, like, kill you over from chemical nasty. I looked into trying to get some ordered here and having uh-huh. it brought to You're us. Okay, hey, I almost the
2: stopped bed. by the marina and no. got some earthworms uh, for you guys. So glad you didn't.
1: There, no, <laughs> nobody didn't. sells Spaniard root because nobody considers it a food or a plant.
3: Well, that makes sense. It's, <laughs> it's a poisonous plant. <laughs> there it there is poisonous. I guarantee you. It's so funny you. because out of everything on the show... That, that was the worst, I know, I know, and that, like, to visually is the one that doesn't... Make me upset. Right? <laughs> Everything was
2: like, ah, oh, go. Telling you, everybody gets freaked out about the maggots. That was the most delicious thing we ate for the record. <laughs> nutty. like, what? N- nutty. nutty. It was. It was like nothing. You're just like, yeah, it was nothing.
1: So, food team, they go up the side of the mountain and they find a definitely a giant bird or <laughs> a bear. Grizzly bear. Definitely a grizzly bear or a bird. Couldn't be anything, <laughs> else, <laughs> anything else at all. Giant, bur- I was a animal.
3: <laughs>
1: it's definitely <laughs> Please, something gentlemen. or a dinosaur. <laughs> Definitely. Dallas, yeah, like where did she feel like those to go together? I think my favorite
2: was Austin's comment. It's either this thing or it's this thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nothing, else, <laughs> could Nothing it be. else could it be. So of course they go up there. It's a mountain goat.
2: And Kyle didn't freak out yeah. at all. Well, didn't seem phased. I wouldn't have been able to do that one. At least from I mean, there were some guts like coming out.
1: Yeah, there was a it bone like it was
2: a rug like horrible.
1: I don't think there was any guts. I think it was completely gutted Well, the, yeah cuz Bear said he already. Yeah, had yeah but I like saw like some it.
2: nasty like red stuff coming out There was out
1: definitely of it.
0: a bone just popping out. <laughs> <laughs> Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Animals have, it was definitely a rib cage or a skull. It's definitely one of the two. It was like
0: everything seemed to be intact in this one bone just kind of <laughs> jetting out.
1: So, food team, honestly, what the hell did you guys do? The food was literally given to you guys. You thought you were going to have to have the Spanish root. Mm-hmm. No one ate the Spaniard root. They of course not. Went for the goat. I'm finally- sorry.
2: What else did Barry give them, though? Let's just backtrack to it what else. It was
1: some... Oh, gosh. I don't remember. It was right. some sort right. oh, of
2: fish roe. Like, but it uh-huh. looked green.
0: It did. It looked it rubbery. Looked gross. The
2: ones that we had were at least, like, bloody. Not that that's better, but it didn't look... <laughs> rotten. Definitely not. It didn't look rotten Definitely
1: not green. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. It was something nep here or whatever but yeah it's like ugh. <laughs> I don't know. and what I, does it taste you like you
3: know even though they they kill they didn't kill the goat and like it was given to them it's still a really big deal to it take is. an animal yeah. and like cut it up, and people don't do that just on a regular basis. No. Not out here in LA anyway.
1: Okay, you know that's
3: not something that's easy to do.
1: It's actually not that difficult. <laughs>
3: Listen, Steven. No, no, no. I don't no, mean no. like the skill of it. I mean like emotionally.
1: Like I that's,
3: guess that's not
1: okay. Easy. It's not easy, but that goat had no head, and it had it no. Did. Wh- no, it had oh, a head. It a head? I,
3: saw, I saw the face.
1: Oh well, it Should. didn't have guts. <laughs> See, if anything
0: that's looking at me when I'm eating yeah. it, I just it, oh, okay. it affects me emotionally for sure. Like. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. The the Thank you. I, talking, like, <laughs> I, I, I had to think about it too. Like if you don't have cameras and people around you, of course you know you're gonna you're gonna have to eat it or something and suck it up. But when you're in like a reality TV situation, I would say no too, because it's like I pfft,
2: no I'm, thanks like I'm really not really know, surviving here there's thank production right. people I'm, if I really am dying you will take me to the hospital thank but you
0: <laughs>
1: I'm firmly against poaching or anything like that but hunting is one of those things yeah. where if you're going to eat the animal that's true and then I don't really have a problem with it you just have to kill the hu- animal humanely you don't mm. leave it bleeding out or anything like that yeah. and this goat it was already dead I would have had trouble killing the goat Yeah. because I, I, can't, can't, do I can't do that in person like it, it affects me mm-hmm. but cutting up meat I've Done four years of cooking. That's it's yeah. I I'd skin in a heartbeat. Probably skinning is going to be a little harder, but cutting the meat, cutting the slices of meat would be easier.
2: Okay, so then let's talk about who actually cut the meat because there was some exactly. confusion there. Kyle and Royce and Jeff and Chris are on the food team,
1: but, but they ask. But uh, they a-
2: what well, I found it interesting that Ryan wasn't a part of it. Not that Lucky is in any way not capable of doing yeah. it, but Ryan's the like the hunter man. Right. You know what I mean? So if if you're going to ask anyone for help. Why not ask Ryan? Unless he was
0: so focused on that shelter because that was a huge part of this whole. Okay, but hasn't too? everyone
2: swapped maybe, shelter teams to make their own true. shelters every week? Good right? Point. I mean, everybody's rolling their eyes, of course. Yeah, but because maybe because they didn't
3: want Ryan to look as great as he's been looking.
0: That's true. They don't true. want
3: him to shine in something else.
0: But that's funny. If you would, if oh yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But everyone wanted Lucky and Louie to go home this week. You'd think that they wouldn't have asked Lucky.
1: Yeah, you'd think, but. True. I don't know. So they, don't basi- they basically don't do anything for the goat. Let's, we'll talk about that when, they talk, when they're on the phone. Um, let's go back into, I mean, let's talk about the shelter real quick. I mean, they say th- one layer below is better than two layers on top.
2: What? Again? Like, they're saying it again. Okay, let's go back to last week.
1: Better listen this time.
2: Right? Yep. But what does that mean? Okay, because apparently one layer doesn't necessarily mean tarp. And that's what got misinterpreted last week when Robin and Wilson built their shelters. And they had, like,
4: a layer of brush on the
2: ground and nobody was happy because they thought one layer meant one tarp. That's not what Bear means. Bear actually means something to cushion yourself. And that's
0: why Madeline did all the the tall grass. But apparently it wasn't enough. Not enough, yeah.
1: And I don't think... And earlier in the episode, Bear says they're not thinking ahead. Um... I can't read that. Call There's the a call line. on the line. Okay. Well, it is 1040, Hi. so we do have Kyle on the line, I'm assuming. Correct? Let's
2: see. Caller, are you on the line? Hello.
5: Hey, Kyle. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, my God.
2: Mama, do- Mama I... Donna's waving very spastically at you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, my God. Hi. It's so weird. Like I so wish I could be there. I Oh, sorry, I couldn't show up in person.
2: Oh, it's okay. We would love to have you here. We would have had wine. It would have been fun. We would have talked some (laughs) crap. It would have been great. (laughs) So, Um, but thank you for calling um, in. Thank
5: you for asking me anyway to call
2: in. Oh, you're welcome. Well, we want to know. We want to kind of have your take on this this episode. We've been talking about kind of the you know the belaying experience. There was a lot of drama. Um, There was a lot of drama on this episode with the food and everything. So just kind of like. Give us your experience in a nutshell.
5: I'm so, uh, it's funny to relive it. I'm still so devastated that it actually happened. But, um, you know, as as you know, personally, editing can be very funny. So, um,
1: thank you.
2: Come on, Kyle. Come on, know. Kyle. <laughs> Hashtag
1: come on, Candon. Hashtag
2: come on, Candon. <laughs> I want that to train, I don't, I don't Kyle. even know. I don't even know, like, what...
5: Like, I think I was, like, making a joke because you guys, they were, like, joking about the romance or I don't even know what that meant. they just calling <laughs> but, um, It was I, funny.
2: I, hey, I, it was funny. I applaud you for it. It was very comical. But I was like, excuse me, my name on Journey 6? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank <laughs> <nice to,
5: laughs> you. Hey. I mean, of course, we're, of course we're still giving him a hard time just, like, plan up you know the whole like thing but um so I think that I just caught some of that but anyway on the episode you know I um we all you know as you could tell like we were really starting to, to like walk around to, like a lot slower and the morale was low and um people were really kind of going through it I was starving so hard to keep like that positive like upbeat attitude all the time you know when you're so hungry and you just you just feel like you just almost you almost feel like you want to go home just because yeah. you just want to eat something you know I didn't actually um,
1: I didn't actually get that from you I got that more from Royce he was his face the whole time it was just the two of you guys like was just out or, I yeah. want to be gone I hate everyone here come on Cannon
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean yeah like he you know there was the one time where he would collapse and after episode 4 I think he collapsed in our tent and he was just like why are we doing this to ourselves like I just mm. want to go home and I was We were just so beat, you know, and, um, yeah, I think, I think he was maybe ready, you know, um, it was maybe getting the best of him. Um, but I don't know, we all, we all thought Jim and Austin were going to go. And, you know, toward the end here, we were all really close. The editing kind of pins us against each other, but when it comes down to it, when we were having rice and beans at the end and Jim and Austin were in the feast stick, we're all like, you know, hugging each other and we're like, saying goodbyes because we didn't know who was going to go and I love Chris and Jeff like I, they're amazing and they kind of edited it so it's like not you know so it makes it look like we're having a fight but we're not and um, I don't know it was it was like but Chris was right he said that I was a little off I kind of think he was right I was feeling a little off and, um, and it was, I don't know it was like a fluke it was like we were all so shocked And as as soon as Jim and Austin won the feast it, we were like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, someone that we love and adore is going to go home.
2: So, question. um, Question. Other than Jim and Austin not starting the fire, you know, on their efforts, I mean, they did use the emergency flint eventually, but they did really give it their all, and they tried so hard. So, other than maybe not starting that fire um, using not the emergency flint, what would have sent them home, in your opinion? Like, why was everybody gunning against them? Because to the audience, we can't see that they're really doing anything wrong.
5: Totally. No, and that's absolutely true. Jim and Austin didn't do anything else wrong. It was more of, like, a unity thing at that point. Do you know what I mean? Like, they were just not part of our group. So, we, you know, we want to just kind of keep our little family together. And I really like Jim and Austin. But they just... We were just ready for them to go because we didn't want to send one of our friends home. Jeremy Mueller is kind of like that alliance thing where we we're like, "I'm not trying to throw anybody else into the bus." But because Jim and Austin is kind of not in our group towards the end, towards episode six, we were like, "Well, you know, they totally failed their task. They need to go."
2: Do you think that's why they didn't ask you guys for help with the fire because they already felt like they were the outcast and they had to prove themselves?
5: Yeah, I mean, that was the feeling in camp. The feeling was, you know, if you towards towards episode, towards this episode, if you start to ask for help, you almost risk being thrown under the bus because yeah. in elimination, as you know, as soon as there's blood in the water, everyone just knows that's not on them and then they like jump onto that. Oh, you know what I mean? Know. And so- and so I feel like um I just feel like they were not asking for help because they didn't want people in elimination to be like, they couldn't do it. And Bear had already said in previous episodes, I'm judging this on your specific task each episode.
1: So, of course, last week you you and Royce got... You won the Feast Pit. You got to go enjoy that delicious Walmart smorgasbord. (laughs) um, So, there's two questions I want to ask you about this. One is... Was there a strategy behind taking Lucky and Louie with you? And the second, second question I wanted to ask you was, do you think that was actually detrimental in the fact that it made you miss home more and miss actually getting to have these foods this next week?
5: I think those are amazing questions. Um, one, um, Royce and Louie, Royce and Louie are extremely close. So and I adore Lucky. So um, he looked at me and he was just like Lucky really like he just had it like that boom like he just knew that he wanted them and I adore them and I was like yeah of course and it would have been them two or Ryan and Madeline the other yeah. two the other team that were the closest with yeah um, but Ryan and Madeline already had one and so that's why Roy's typed on at the end um, so you're. you're so there was no there was you know, it was just that. They were just like our family and it was just like the quick decision to, it was just an easy like it was just an easy um answer. You yeah. know, it was just us. it made sense. And number two, um I, I guess I never thought about it, the way that you put it. I think mean, that's a really smart question. Um possibly. Um I um I did I do remember towards the end, you know, I was just you could, I mean, I could just see it in my face in the feast pit, and I'd look in the mirror, you know, I was just like my skin was like hanging off my face, and I was really, really skinny. I couldn't keep any food down. I would throw up behind my tent off camera because I just couldn't. My body was like rejecting food. I just felt so weak. And even after the feast pit, I threw all of that food up. Um, I just didn't want anyone to see. And um, it, it really did make me miss food. It's funny, Royce and I were at the resort the next day and as Candy might have told you there's like little ducks walking around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I just thought it was so funny, like I was like, I said to Royce, I was like, isn't hysterical that um this is kind of going on like a sidebar from your question, but I was like, isn't it hysterical that we would have tackled that duck yesterday and shoved a stick through it and put over a fire. Yeah. And today it's just, like, waddling next to it.
2: <laughs> we couldn't like, do it. That's why. We, I mean, they were walking into our hotel room the next day, and we're like, no, we ate your babies. Uh, <laughs>
5: terrible. I know. I mean, that, was the hardest, that was the hardest thing for me to eat the whole time. Um, anyway, so, Thank you, you know, it, it, when you get on that food in your stomach, it's kind of like, oh, my God, I miss doing this so much. So I don't think it actually – but you know, to be yep. honest, as soon as you eat the food, and within an hour, you're hungry again. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as that hunger, and as soon as that hunger sets in or sets in, you you get there, you, yeah. you know what I mean. You're right back to like obsessing about food.
1: It's like so, the first day you're hungry is the worst, the and then you're used to it after yeah. that. But yeah. then if you shove yourself full of food again, you got to go through that first day again, huh? Right.
5: I mean, yeah. Like you really, I mean, you feel it. You feel good. I was actually in the most uncomfortable pain, mm-hmm. um, actually after that, because my stomach was so small that mm-hmm. I just could not keep it down. Um, it did make me miss home, but it it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna be a next factor in me like sabotaging anything. I was still really ready and willing to work hard, you know. To yeah, to, our goal is to get to the top
4: three. So,
2: so um, let's let's move on to the the big drama since we're a little limited for time. We, okay. go in, we go into Bear's camp, okay, and th- a lot of drama went down between, you know, the Kyle and Royce team and Bear and some other teams there. You had your head in your hands most of the time, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I know.
1: What? That's so sad.
2: I don't want to point any fingers or do anything, but what, what happened in your opinion? Like, did, did somebody, you know, put blood in the water and, and everybody jumped on it? or
1: I thought, was it? Were you realizing that what Royce was saying was kind of pissing off Bear as he said it? Because it looked like as soon as Royce called out Jeff, you guys, your heads, your hands were in your face and you were just done. Well, that's the
5: thing. Um, I was, that episode i mean it was tense to watch it was even more tense clearly to be there Mm -hmm. so i was putting my head down on my hands mostly because i was so uncomfortable and so scared and i was just like it was just overwhelming and yes when royce started when royce i went for jim and austin because i wanted to play it safe honestly because i didn't want to send any of my friends home and i didn't want to throw anyone under the bus because it just doesn't feel good to be like yes you know, Jeff slept in last episode and I was up at six AM fishing and, you know, while you know, that he was you know, um or or that he was um you know playing around with a goat and like you know throwing a goat around and they were like skipping around and that he was trying to um you know try to worry about like his having like a romance in the wilderness with Camden rather than focusing on, you know, surviving or like I was like I could have like searched for things or whatever. But I just, that's just not me. It just didn't feel right. So I kind of like kept quiet and I just but, had my head in my hands. Okay, because- but just
2: interjecting real quick, why did you feel it was necessary to call out Jim and Austin if they were already safe? Do you think that maybe that kind of like, it was kind of like a red flag? Like, oh, why would you say that? Almost like raising drama for no reason and maybe it put a target on your back a little bit?
5: Hmm. I guess I never thought about. It. I, I my my motive was to call out Jim and Austin because I was hoping they would be like, "You're right. This is my show. Jim and Austin should go home." Huh? <laughs> that was like I, I knew it wouldn't happen, but I just didn't want to be like, "Yeah, I want Jeff and Chris to go home. Yeah, I want Ryan Madeline to go home because the shelter was meh." Or like, "Yeah, Lucky and Lewis should go home because you know, like, well, they shouldn't have." But do you know I me. Mean? I just wasn't. That's just I just didn't feel like doing that. So. And he even said, which they didn't air, is you play that safe. And you know what I mean? And that's not cool. Like, I want to know who you want to send home. And I'm like, dude, this is your show, and it's your job. Like, you send home who you think should go home. You know what I mean? Like, I I told you who I think should go home. It just so happens that they can't.
2: Right. No, that's true. You know? Absolutely.
5: So you've... And and so Royce, Royce, the way I put my head in my hands is... What we were so shocked about afterwards is that he asked for opinion on who should go home, and then he used it as a weapon against him. Uh. And we were like, wait a second. How, if you can't, like, like, don't grill me if you can, like, bear the answer, is what someone tweeted. Ooh, and I get that. wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Slip. You know what I mean? Bit, because, yeah. like, Jeff, you know, you know, like... It was a, it's a toss up, you know. Like yes, everyone's attitudes every now and then were really bad, and including myself, you know. So um, when Royce kind of went after Jeff, I was really nervous because I know that Bear really likes Jeff because they have you know survived similar injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, Royce was Royce was really upset with me after that. He thought I betrayed him. And he was really disappointed I didn't stick up for him, because um Bear was like, who would I want to have my three sons stuck in the wilderness with? And Royce was mad that I didn't say, you want to have them stuck in the wilderness with an injured, with an injured, you know, player? Or you want to have the people who, you know, have not made a serious error yet, the whole entire time, never been in the hot seat, and carry everyone else's packs up the hill? Yeah. Royce was like, why didn't you say that? Why did you, why did you let them? Why didn't you stick up for us? You know? Well,
3: did you agree with Royce? Because it seemed like he was the only one with those thoughts, or at least that spoke out about it. Um, Jim went to bat for Jeff um, as well. Who did it? Who, well, and Lucky did it Lucky well. didn't jump on the bandwagon. And, and Lucky didn't jump on the bandwagon, right. So, I mean, did you agree with Royce, or did you not say anything because you you do see the good in Jeff, and you didn't think that he you know, was all that negative? <sighs>
5: Um honestly honestly I became really close with Jeff. Um and we had a lot of like intimate talks and we you know, we became buddies and yeah, and I thought he was you know, yeah, like every now and then he would complain a little bit and he was hurting and stuff. But I think what Bear said is true, you know, he's a survivor and he's really freaking working hard. And, you know, there might be arguments to say that you shouldn't go on a survival show if you're that extremely injured. Like what Royce was saying. However, um, I I really kind of look up to Jeff um, because he's, you know, he's really working hard. You know, Um, so I wasn't really just I wasn't ready to go out on a limb and just you know, and then say that because I just didn't really feel it authentically. Yeah,
3: I do have one more question for you. Looking back on the season thus far, is there anything you wish um, would have like panned out different for you and Royce, or that you wish that they had shown and they hadn't?
5: you know, reality producers can be brutal. <laughs> and I feel like I got so lucky. Do you know what I mean? Like they, you, you know, did. like... You did,
2: by the way. I mean, <laughs> they did.
5: they made me look like a saint. You know what I mean? And, and yes, like I did have times where I was like very kind and loving and, 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 and positive. And there was times where, I was not, and I was, you know, catty and cold and hungry, you know, which don't no way to talk it up to, but I feel like, I feel like I got out unscathed. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm so grateful for the experience, like I said, in the end, you know, I, I really have no regrets. I have, I wish nothing, you know, hope bad on anyone there. I love everyone that would did it, and um, I don't know, I, try, I walk away with my head high, you know, like I... However, you know, I think Royce. You know, I think Royce was a little worried about how he was going to be portrayed in this episode. Um, I can't speak for him, but um, but I walk away with, you know, only good feelings about everything, and um, you know, and you know, I, I, how about this? I don't have time How about this? I will say that I was a little disappointed that they didn't mention anything about the gay stuff, mm-hmm. about Royce and I being gay, and they. And every time something gay would come up, they would only put it on YouTube and they wouldn't put it on the epi- on the episode
4: yeah hmm.
5: now there's there's two ways to look at this: one way is that they are ashamed of it, or where they weren't looking to make it a, they weren't looking to like let people know, even though I mean come on, how could you not tell but um the other thing is that <laughs> or they thought it was it was a non issue yeah. Uh, yeah which I think is beautiful is I, that you know maybe it's not even an important thing. No because it shouldn't be important.
0: you um, know what I mean? Yeah, Kyle, this so, is James. I, I wanted to butt in on that. Hey. Um, I I agree with wh- exactly what you're saying. I, I loved that at the beginning of this whole season, you and Royce were able to touch on that, but I do feel like silence is sometimes more beautiful, and I think the fact that you guys didn't have to keep rubbing it in people's faces every episode, um, yeah. I think that says a lot more for you guys and your viewership, because I, I, I have a lot of respect for you, especially for wanting to prove and, like, overcome societal stereotypes i have nothing but respect for you even though i know a few weeks ago i said something (laughs) that upset you that was for me that was from a viewer standpoint and right now i'm on capture on cw i don't know if you know that and that's a lot of the same issues that's been going on with our show so i think the fact that you guys didn't say it every episode Mm -hmm. says a lot more about you guys and i think that you guys did set out to do what you accomplished and i think you guys should be very proud of that
3: Me
1: too Well thank
3: you
4: That's so kind of you I really appreciate that
1: Speaking of saying What's on your mind And kind of Maybe pissing people off But at the same time Telling it like it is You guys were the people Who told it like it is I mean you didn't sugarcoat it You said it How it was So I actually want to know What you think of the current people Who are on the show And like What you think's going to happen With them Like who do you think Is the strongest And who do you think Is the weakest And why So we can kind of Base our predictions Because we'll be going Into predictions In just another moment
5: Right Um, Let's see um, if you were to pick, if I were to pick my winner, it would be Lucky and Lily. Um, I feel like they're just, I just feel like they're just from being on the show, whether, you know, they're just the strongest actual team. I feel like Lucky knows every and anything about anything, There is to do with the wilderness, and if I was stuck in the wild, it would want to be with him no matter what. And with Lily's positive attitude, it's, like, my perfect team. Um, I'm obsessed with Ryan and Madeline. I think that they're so amazing. And, um, you know, Jim and Austin, I think, are are great guys, and so are Chris and Jeff, but they weren't the strongest teams for me. Jim and Austin are very... They're, they're a strong team because they're very technical and they know how to get things done. Clearly they have a winning streak with the C-spit. Mm-hmm. So I think that in that way, there's a strong team and I think they're going to be in the top three um, because of that, which is, you know, which is great. Uh, however, they're just not my favorite. Um, um, but I do like them as individuals and Christian Jeff, um, I wish they would show more of Chris and Jeff. They're, uh, they're like fun. They're like how they're so fun. They kind of show them to be like a little bland, I feel like. Yeah. And they are like fun and silly. And I wish they would get more of that. Um, so I think their attitudes are enough to carry them into the top three as well. And Jeff has a, you know, has a great story. So um, a great I also thing. think of them as strong because they're best friends. <laughs> I don't know anything and, about um,
2: them. I don't know anything about his face. What?
3: Nothing. Oh, I <laughs> said he has a great awesome. face also. And I said nothing. I don't know anything about no. that. Canada <laughs> doesn't know anything about that.
5: <laughs> um I actually don't even know if anything really even happened. I thought it was just fun to like play along with you two <laughs> because I mean I mean, it's just like silly and fun, you know, to be like, ah, oh, they're like Davy and whatever on the show and like sneaking off and like holding hands and um it was yes, fun to, straining talk to about Straining the like, water is really
2: romantic. <laughs> Does that answer your question? I'm sorry, I kind of... No, it absolutely does. Thank you so much. You, you've really been oh awesome, God. Kyle. Thank yeah, you for calling yeah, in. I really you. appreciate it. Where can we find you yeah, on social media, you.
1: Kyle? Sorry? Where can we find you on Twitter or Facebook? Uh, um, Vine, if anyone Twitter uses My Twitter
2: is KyleKriegerHair.
1: Okay. And
5: my Instagram, which I'm more active on, is Kyle KyleKriegerHair as well. And, um, and yeah, I have Facebook, but it's more for my like, friends and family and stuff.
2: You okay. can totally get your hair dead by the, the Kyle. Cooper. Yeah,
5: I'm at Chris McMillan Salon in Beverly Hills if you guys want to come in. By the way,
2: yeah. uh, if you didn't see my Instagram picture of me getting a brush stuck in my hair, I still need some help because <laughs> I have a little bit of a problem on the underneath side um, of my hair. <laughs>
5: of course I saw that. I was, like, shocked. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, let's
4: talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll
3: talk about I want to right. tell you, too, you, you mentioned a, a little bit ago that you know, your skin was hanging off of you and felt terrible. You're, like, the most handsome guy ever. You looked good up until oh the end. I have to tell you. <laughs> You're
2: even more handsome than Steven and Jeff put together. They're
1: just hurting me now.
2: <laughs>
5: <Aww>. <laughs> well, thank you. That's so kind of you. I really appreciate all of that and all your other support. And it's so nice that you guys are so involved and you want to talk about it and it's really cool. So thank you so much for having me to call
2: in. Yeah, well, thanks thank for you. sharing your story. With you know, that's what that's yeah, what we're sure. here for. We're so proud of you and everybody and, you know, proud of ourselves. Don is here sort of on the side cheering you on. <laughs> so thank you so much for calling in and being a part of our show and just supporting us, too, you know. All right. Thanks, Kyle.
1: So let's move oh. into predictions. And Bye. he's gone.
2: Bye.
4: And now... You're after Buzz TV
1: predictions. So, can you make predictions now that you're not on the show, or no? Nope. Nope. All right. I
2: can. I can predict two won because I don't know that.
1: Okay. <laughs>
4: oh.
2: Um. Yeah. So I can predict two. I think is gonna win because I'm still so like I don't know. I'm still. I'm still so torn between Jim and Austin and uh, uh Chris and Jeff. So torn between the two. I think Jim and Austin just pull out the performance every time. So that leads me to believe that they're going to win. And because of Austin's connection with Bear. Um, So it's hard to not go with them. But then again, you know, got to support the the boys.
1: And Ashley?
3: Okay, so we all know I'm in love with Jeff and Chris. (laughs) And I'm hoping that they're going to be in the final two with Jim and Austin. That's my prediction. And um, that being said, I think the next team to go home will be Lucky and Louie. All right.
0: I think next week, Ryan and Madeline. And I actually think Lucky and Louie have a shot at winning this. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. All right. I think to win it's probably going to be Jeff and Chris. I think I said that last week as well. I like it. Um, And next week is going to be Madeline. They're going home. Okay, Sadly.
3: I can see it. I can
1: see that too. Yeah, because they, they were so on the sidelines. Didn't even have an arc this episode. Yeah. So they're going to have the arc next episode, which is going to kick them home. Sorry. Sorry about you. it. Anyway, you can find us here at After Buzz TV, but where can we find you individually, starting with Miss Candon Bliss?
2: You guys can tweet me or Instagram me at Candon Bliss, and I will look forward to hearing from you guys.
3: And you can tweet or Instagram me at the AM Broadcast.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at James
1: Wallington, and you can watch me on CW's Capture every Tuesday night at 9. And you can catch me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, and see me on The Dexter, Twisted, and what's that other show I do? Graceland After Show here at Bus TV. Um, thanks again to Kyle for calling in tonight. Thank you so much, really Kyle. It was really enjoyable. Bye. Sorry if you had to go home, Bye. and we'll okay. see you next week.
3: See you next week. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. Bye.